Oh yeah. Yeah. I did, oh, we, we actually have candy as well. <laughs> yep. I, we didn't actually plan that, but we have candy. Aww, that's good. Ah, how appropriate. Ah, Marika, <laughs> how you doing? Yeah, good. Good? good. Welcome, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having yeah. me. Fun. Yeah. Fun times. How you been? Busy. Yeah. Really, really busy with Fringe. Um, got a lot happening at the moment, so just trying to keep my head above water. Yeah. Yeah. Is it overwhelming yet? So many people I know working for Fringe are so fucking tired. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, had a couple of, like, four nights, like, yeah, four nights with about four hours of sleep and then going to, like, the muggle job during the day and then going home and rehearsing and yeah. the show. So, yeah. Do you thrive when you don't have sleep? Or I can, yeah, I can do it really through? well. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. I come, yeah, like, no sleep even. Um, no yeah. sleep. Yeah, uh, probably two days max. But uh, yeah, I was really surprised. I was at work. I'm like, four hours, I can do this. This yeah. is weird. <laughs> yeah. I love the, the energy sometimes when you don't get that sleep and you're just like, oh, and you, it's almost like your brain just starts sort of like melting. But then you forget, yeah. you forget about it. You forget that you haven't slept mm. and you're just like working yeah. through it. Yeah. I did, um, days, you know, doing the staging work, you know, like two days, sleeping in the back of the van eventually at the, like at the gigs. And mm. just working through. Yeah. You see people sleeping under the stage. Yeah. yeah. I've seen that before. <laughs> like, they, they just pass out. Yeah. With uh, with uh, earplugs on. Mm. Yeah. But, yeah, that's cool. Uh, we ran into Amir last night at, uh, at yeah. Fringe. And he was like, I'm so fucking tired. Yeah. <laughs> he would be. Yeah. yeah. He's a champ. Yeah, he is. Um, so much, like, are you part of the organization side of it or besides yeah. the show? So that's why I'm quite busy is that I'm co-producing Obscura and then I'm producing my own um, performance art show. So that's been actually quite full on. I've done exhibitions before and organized them, but I think two at once in such a short period of time. Yeah, it's been quite full on. Yeah. yeah. But in a good way. Like, I'm learning heaps as well. Yeah. So Obscura is your... Your thing. Yeah, yeah. Your show. So, yeah, yeah, it's me, Ivory Bound, and Wildcat. Um, and we're like the main performers. So, yeah, it's our show, our yeah. baby. <laughs> That's cool. Okay, yeah. so there's three of you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool, three cool. of us working on it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you had like an exhibition last year, which I think we missed. Yeah. Did I go? Did you go? I, I actually, no, I don't think I made it there. No. That's okay. Around <laughs> September? Uh, oh, yes. Or October? Yeah. So long ago. Um, yeah, it was called The Rituals at the Ferguson Foundry and it was um, got four performance artists to produce a body of work and then do a live performance um, to do with rituals. So um, that was really good and we had like a lot of really good feedback about our kind of performances because they were kind of pushing the boundaries a little bit. Like we had someone hula hooping with barbed wire, glass walking, body suspensions. So um, that was good. And then my performance from that's the show um, I'm doing for Fringe. So that's been nice to cool. work with that. Yeah. Did, do you actually, do you do any actual rituals? It's it's more like personal <laughs> rituals, but yeah. we did have someone do um, a ritual that summoned a demon, whether you believe in that or not. But <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's some creepy stuff out there that it doesn't go, get past me sometimes. Just like, like I'd, I'm too scared. I'd, I'd, scared I don't even, <laughs> like, I won't even look at a Ouija board. Really? Yeah. Nah, nah. Yeah, we had people go outside. They're like, we can't, we can't see it. And then a lot of people just interested in it. So. Yeah. So it was yeah. Ac- an actual like 
a, a not a theatrical no. version of a ritual or an actual yeah, ritual? Yeah, it's part of um, their practice. Yeah. Um, and it's it was sort of an archaic sort of ritual that he, he did for us. Yeah. Right. Um, cool. Yeah, so we, he sort of summoned it quickly and then he banished it. So normally you would interact with the demon a little bit more. Right. But, so it was yeah. chanting and all that stuff um, as well. Oh, not so much chanting, but he did speak in a different language. Okay. To summon yeah, it, yeah, I can't. I can't yeah. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. I got goosebumps already. What, what, what do you do with the demon when you when you've um, conjured it? Like we got to banish hang, it. Hang out. No, but I mean, like before you banish you, you, it, like do you, oh, okay. you're meant to sort of ask it questions. You ask um, it for guidance and yeah, stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's not actually. It wasn't a negative experience. Mm. Um, mm. I think it was that the demon he summoned. He was born under that demon, so it's actually it's a good. Demon, I guess for him, right? Was it one of the demons like in Goetia magic, like how they actually have a sigil and one yes, of the? Sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's those... <laughs> I've got so much in my brain right now that I've like forgotten that. But yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, Pretty yeah. Sure it was yeah. So it was a, a specific thing. Yeah, no, yeah. I can't do that. But it's so it's weird how people that even if they don't believe in the metaphysical, they're still scared of uh, like paranormal stuff, yeah, uh, yeah. or occult stuff, or, or any yeah. of that stuff, which is. Bizarre, since like, why would they be worried about that if they don't believe in the? Well, I think it's the, the yeah. thing, like, because things things can happen. Like, if you don't believe in something like that, it's almost something that can mess with your mind. Mm-hmm. And I think my people might get scared that they will believe it. Like, it's, like for me as well, you know, I don't really believe in a lot of those sort of things. But there's been some things I've gone. <sighs> There might be a possibility, but yeah. I don't want to find out. Yeah, I'd rather not know. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's just that unknown. Mm. Yeah, yeah, the the unknown or, or the hidden, but there's a lot of like, uh, it ties into psychology as well. I think, like a lot of the ritual stuff is kind of a self hypnosis in a way, mm. and so it could be you just projecting that when it doesn't exist. Yeah, because the mind is so powerful, we don't know how this shit works. Mm. Yeah. I don't fucking know how it works. Um, this <laughs> yeah. makes me think of a seance. It's happening at Fringe right now. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's in the shipping sea container and it's oh. meant to um, recreate a sort of seance. And you go in, 20 minutes, blackout, get headphones. Um, they play this audio and it's really your mind, what it creates, and it sort of tricks you. And so some people are like, things were touching me. I, I know this wasn't real, but it felt real. So, yeah, I have to, you guys should go. I've, I've oh, maybe I heard not about you. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not you. I'd be too scared. You'd, yeah. be, the, you'd be running around grabbing people's answers. In the car. <laughs> <Yeah>. What? <laughs> Why would you say that? <sighs> but, yeah, no, I, I heard there was some sort of seance thing going on. It's mm. like, ooh, a friend wants to actually go and check it out. And I'm like, mm. we'll see about that one. Nah. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm on the fence. I think that, I think it's totally possible. Like, to think that we can see everything that exists. There's definitely going to be a crossover somewhere. Mm. Right. And I think that just taps into it. But I'm still scared. Have you used a Ouija board before? No, actually. No. No. Okay. But um, my parents, um, my mom has, and she said that, you know, the glass moved without anyone touching it. My dad's had, like, ghost experiences, but I haven't had anything, so. Would you use one? Yeah, I probably would, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's sometimes it's best not to mess with that stuff. I'm not 100 percent what I believe in. Like yeah. I'm, I'm mm. just not sure. You have um, to be like in that real, the right state of mind as well yeah. to mess around with that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, to handle it. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Nah. Nah. Rituals. 
<laughs> so it wasn't it was more like personal ritual so except for that one but that was a personal ritual for him so that's why yeah I yeah. yeah so uh i guess more like personal sacrifice or suffering pain for something you believe in that sort of ritual um, it was more or? just like habits that you have that become your rituals so for me it was dealing with like grief and realizing a sort of uh, repetitive ritual that wasn't very helpful that i was going through um jade and todd which are circus garnis um they looked at their own personal ritual um, between them as performers and the guidance that they have for each other. And then we had Matthew Pope, who um, he was hula hooping with the barbed wire and he looked, that kind of commented a little bit on like self-harm sort of ritual, right. not from personal experience, but just like he was sort of touching on that. And then um, also had like religious connotations too. So. Yeah, really so it was cool. a, quite a variety. Yeah. yeah, it was a really good team as well. So hopefully we get to work together again. Yeah, we're gonna go mm. out to some of these if, shows. If you had a personal mm. ritual, what would, what would you? What would be your personal ritual? Me? Yeah, probably like lighting incense <laughs> and uh, looking at my rocks, <laughs> looking at crystals and shit. I'd say mine would just be sitting in front of sitting in front of a computer in my underwear. Yeah. <laughs> They're good and bad rituals. <laughs> you know? That's more like a habit. <laughs> yeah. You right? Because yeah. like a habit is different to a ritual, right? Yeah. A habit's just something you do because you're used to it or uh, through that repetition. But a ritual is more something you do to prepare yourself for something else. Yeah, and it's got more energy to it and more, more power, I guess. Yeah, especially when you do things in a certain way. Like, a lot of people think it's bullshit, right? But it's more like self-affirmation. Mm. That's, that's the way I see it. And kind of, if you repeat things over and over, and if your intention is strong enough, mm. you can actually, like achieve what you want yeah in a way or or change things about you that that need healing or could be used for a positive way as well yeah yeah Mm. or you can take over the world (laughs) 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 so um tell us about the um this uh cabaret show that's happening so it's called obscura and we've got two more shows on the 7th and the 9th we've just done one at the sunset veranda and um so the new ones are at connie's and, um, connections. Yes, connections. Yeah. <laughs> connections. The new ones are condoms. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Um, yeah, Connie's shit. Connie's, I thought, yeah. yeah, just Aussie slang, yeah. shortening yeah. everything. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, the three of us are just, we do a bit of a different kind of burlesque. It's, it's neo burlesque, but it's um, a bit weird, a bit different. Um, like I kind of do quite conceptual, artistic inspired mm. sort of pieces. Um, Wildcat has a, heavy like fetish sort of influence in hers and then Ivory Bound's got this nice like satirical comedic twist with a lot of hers but they're also quite weird um so we kind of banded together because there's not that much out there like it'll either be sort of a classic show or a theme show but not I mean probably um Danger Cabaret probably on that but that's mm. a whole variety of performers so for just burlesque um yeah so we banded together and it's kind of like a celebration of your in a weirdo you're in a freak so we kind of want everyone to just come down have sort of a party with us it ends in this like really fun finale um but yeah it's been really good so far and we've had like lots of good feedback and got some kick-ass photos it's cool i haven't been to connections in a while (laughs) yeah every time i've gone there it's uh been very late at night (laughs) yeah oh you sort of go to connections every now and then yeah get some drinks yeah. Get some drinks. It's actually a good place. Quite, but it's surprising how like busy it's getting lately. Like, mm. it's a little, like I've I've walked past it now and just like 
shit tons of people mm. to go to connections. Like, I think they just have a lot more going on, like a lot of drag. Like I've gone and seen some like drag um, queens from you know like RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm. So they like tour Australia. So like I think yeah, they just have a lot going on, which is good. Yeah, but I, I wonder like how many people go there are actually gay now. Like I think there's so many other people that are. Well, it's just a club. In. It's. It's, it's inclusive of everyone. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. But I think like, well, years ago, obviously when I used to go, it was yeah. more just like, you know, the gay community. Right. No one, you know, people would almost sort of walk around it. But nowadays you just get people flocking to it because it's got this um, yeah. uh, thing to it now. Yeah. yeah and I think, there's a vibe to it. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of just uh, supporters. Like we're all supporters. So we're all inclusive in that. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you see what's at the front of Jack Rabbit Slims now? That big like painting saying... We don't accept racism, sexism, oh, stuff like that. But, it, but it's painted on the on the front of the venue. I didn't see that. Yeah, I think it's a new thing. But I haven't been a Jack Rabbit either. But if you have to paint that, <laughs> what's going on? Yeah, there? what's happening? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's pretty dark on yeah. the side. To do you see North when the bridge? Do you remember when the Brass Monkey had that fucking? Oh yeah. That advertising campaign. And, yeah, and I had it was a, uh, like a couple of banners that they hung out the front of Brass Monkey. Drop off your daughters. Yeah, yeah. like frat, gross frat stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, there was a year anniversary of when I shared the post and I was like, fuck you, Brass Monkey. And I was like, ugh, that's right. Yeah. Still won't go there because of that. The two times I've been there, it's been fucking horrible. Yeah. yeah. But. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, like I was even just walking down. Um, no, Aberdeen Street wasn't too bad last night, but yeah, you know, you walk past some of those places and you just wonder why, like, what is with some people? You know, there's some sort of just mentality, and you just look at those places like, no, nah, you know, not with a ten foot pole. Yeah, any of those places. Yeah, they're all yeah. tourist traps. Really, <laughs> I saw one guy. One guy was just hurling on the side of uh, William Street the other day, just so casual about it. <laughs> but all it, the all the backpackers. It kind of scares me. Are you much of a drinker? I, I know you're drinking wine now, <laughs> but like, but do do you get get rowdy? You past that or? Uh, mm, I'll have my moments. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll yeah. have my big nights, but yeah, it's like a once a week, once a fortnight. But you can Not handle it, right? Most of the time. Sometimes, okay. like if the environment, <laughs> like you know, you can get a little bit loose, but most of the time, yeah. This is what I don't get is because I've been really drunk. A lot of the time, like uh, I, I know what it is. It is to be drunk, like really drunk. But at that stage, I always like exclude myself. Oh, that's. I'm good. always like you're. You're aware that I'm you're like drunk. okay. I'm too drunk. Yeah. I'm going. Yeah. I'm going. Not but blackout drunk. N- no, no. Yeah. Mm. But people just like get drunk and like do shit and keep going. Yeah. You can't do smash that. It. I don't do that sometimes. Mm. Sometimes I'll just drink and drink and then I'm like, oh. But to I'm, be, to I'm be, like really drunk. Oh, well, might as well keep drinking. <laughs> Just go back to the bar. I don't like the obliviousness that people have towards like, like um, they don't know when they're imposing when they're drunk. Mm, yeah. That's what I don't like. And I'm really sensitive. So I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. I get it all the time. Yeah. yeah. But then when you get drunk, you just end up being that person anyway. You know? Do I? Do well, I? Is that what you're trying to no, say? No, it's like well, when you're sober, a drunk person's fucking annoying. Yeah. But then when you're drunk, you're just annoying. Like you just become that that person. Yeah. yeah. But see, I, I like to think that I'm aware of that and that I tell myself that I'm not that person, mm. which is probably even worse. Yeah. 
I don't know. Just in denial. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about wine? Is it okay? It is good. Oh, that one? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's nice. It's okay. You don't have yeah. to be nice. You can say it's shit. <laughs> I had a little bit of a bite, but yeah. it's okay. I was literally, okay. I, was, I, was walk, I walked into the bottle shop and I was standing there for like five minutes looking at all the different wines before I realized I was in the white wine section. Because mm. I am not, I, when it comes to wine, I just like, I have n- known nothing. Yeah. And I turned around and like started looking at all the red wines. I'm like, how does someone pick a wine? Like what makes a wine? So I just started looking at the labels and found something that had a nice um, picture and pattern on it. I know. Sometimes yeah. you get sucked in by the label, but that doesn't mean it's good. It just, it's pre-label. Really? Yeah. Well, I thought. Oh, it's nice. Good. It's nice. <laughs> but like, I'm just saying it's happened. You're like, oh, that's a good label. And then sometimes really cheap wines will be nice. So, mm, yeah. I mean, it depends where it's been made and. Well, that's the thing. Know, like, the I, kind, like, I, when it comes to wine, I only will go say like a Margaret River wine mm. only because I'm familiar with that area and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Whereas you look, I look at places like, yeah. Why, why the red, though? Well, not for me. Yeah? I don't, I don't drink mm. wine. Yeah, but if you had to, would you go for a white or a red? Uh, that's, I don't know. Yeah. It's all the same. Red's good for winter and then white's good for summer, but I'm drinking red right now. Yeah. <laughs> I think what white's good for poultry and fish and stuff. Yeah, something like that. I don't understand that whole sort of flavoring of putting the pairing, pairing, or pairing wine. stuff. Like, yeah, that's why I had a um, <laughs> what I have a, a whiskey and coke last night with my um, nachos. Yeah, that's my pairing. <laughs> my palate pair, pairing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you don't, you don't care about pairing. Do you? Do you eat meat? Are you a meat eater? I try not to. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I don't really. Uh, yeah, I'm not like the person who like finishes work, has a glass of wine with dinner. I'm more like a social drinker. Yeah. You know? Yep. Yeah. So. Are you like a naturally anxious person by nature? Because I am. <laughs> yeah. And it helps. Yeah. It helps. Yeah. That's what. That's the hardest bit about stopping, like stopping drinks is. Mm. Just calms your anxiety. Yeah, because you feel good, so you want to keep feeling like social and yeah. chatty. Mm. And... But it's a trap. Yes, uh, it's, it's like such that sort a of, trap. That awkwardness, like <laughs> you get like comfort when you're out. You know, you've got a drink and you're around people, and then when you you've finished your drink, you're sort of something like, oh, uh, you know, what, what, like, what, what, what is my hands? <laughs> what do I do? Yeah. What do I do? Better go back to the bar and get another drink. What's yeah. my purpose? Yeah. <laughs> you have no purpose, like at all, if you don't have a drink or a smoke or something. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. Oh, it's yeah. a crutch. It yeah. is, yeah, but. It's so insidious because you don't know it's happening. Mm. And then you're like, shit, I've drank every day for like a week. <laughs> like I've just had one here and there, but you've drank every day. Mm. Um, but yeah. Are you a coffee drinker? No. Oh, I am, but I'm not addicted. So I might just have a coffee here and there. Not, um, not addicted not to addicted. The, the coffee drug. No, I was talking with a friend the other day and she's just like, "I yeah, like she has to have it every day. And if she doesn't, she'll get like, she'll just be shaking and feeling yeah. like... Headaches. Yeah. Yeah. And super cranky. Yeah. 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 I know people that need three espressos a day to even feel normal. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Someone I work with, yeah, she has one and then she comes to work and then she has another one and then another one. And by that point, she's leveled out. What what is it? Is is it actually something in coffee that makes it? Caffeine, bro. (laughs) But no, surely it's not just caffeine. I mean,. It mainly yeah. is caffeine. It's caffeine and you just, just get addicted but to it. it's the flavour as well. It, it is a nice acquired taste after all. The, the bitterness is nice. I like it. The one thing I don't like is the milk. Oh. Like how everything here is like a flat white or a latte. Mm. Like I know you can get a long black, but 
Uh, that's too strong. <laughs> that's too strong. But it's, uh, what do you call it? I find that milk makes me really bloated. Oh, yeah, Especially that's common. Yeah. yeah, lactose. Mm. Yeah. See, I, I, like, I like the smell of coffee. Mm. But then as soon as I get near, I'm like, no. Nah. Oh, so you can't drink it? No, I've, oh. I, I don't drink coffee. And I think it was actually because when I was um, really small and we lived up on the mountain. I don't know if I told this story before. Um, and we had, um, there were two tubs of unlabeled um, mixed thing. One was Milo, one was coffee. And we didn't know which was which. So I grabbed a big spoon of one of them and said, oh, this has got to be the Milo. Mm. That was the coffee. That's and that's, nice. that's when I was small. And I think from then on, I've just never been near coffee. Yeah. I might have to traumatize myself with coffee. Traumatize. <laughs> well, I used to have a lot of sugar in it, and now I don't. So, like, yeah. Because mm. I couldn't have it without sugar before. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I always need the sugar to round off the bitterness. But oh, I feel like But now should. I like it. You yeah. like the bitterness? Like, mm. just full? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, no. Sugar's bucket. Oh, that's so hard to stop. <laughs> yeah. We've got a whole... Hence. Yeah, we've got a whole bowl of Skittles there. Or a glass of Skittles. Yeah. Well, I gotta, I'm trying to ease myself off my uh, sugar high from last week. Yeah. I drank so many sugary drinks. And I'm just like, oh, at like the end of the, the week. You know when you, you get so dehydrated and but you have like a sugar drink, you just feel your body just like... Uh, you get so almost like really clammy and stuff over it. And just yeah. then I got a bottle of water and I was like, water's good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, staying high. A lot of us are walking around pretty much dehydrated. Mm. I I used to think I drank enough water. It was nowhere near enough. What is it? Is mm. it three liters? Two to three is okay. Three, yeah, yeah, three is Who a lot that? though. I think though, I, yeah. I I'm convinced that they always change those numbers consistently. Probably, but even with like the the amount of fruit and veg you eat, I'm sure they just change them each year. Oh, that does so, change the food pyramid. Yeah. I don't know if it's every year, but 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 why? Why mm. would they change it? They just set new They're learning standards, new things, yeah. Probably, yeah. Still like a hit and miss, though. It's, it's the same with sleep as well. Like I, I, I vaguely, I remember them saying you need like an average of eight hours sleep, and for some reason now it's six hours. Is it? Yeah, they say that the, the body yeah, needs six hours on, sleep. Everyone's different, though. Yeah, yeah. You know? That's what gets me. It's how they can sort of say you know this is the amount, like make it a generic thing that everyone needs this amount of sleep. Where you can't do that. Like everyone. Mm. You know, everyone's body is different and they work differently. Mm. So, to say everyone needs the same thing. Yeah. I, I guess they're just generalizations. But yeah. Yeah. Are you a light sleeper or a heavy sleeper? Light sleeper. Yeah. Mm. Like any noise will wake mm-hmm. you up. Yeah. Yeah. Can't do snoring. Snoring. Can't do heavy breathing. Just farting. Oh. <laughs> no farts. <laughs> no, no noise. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but then, like, the once noise. I get into a deep sleep, it's great. It's like falling. To sleep, mm. yeah, yeah. The the initial falling to sleep, yeah, yeah. I I get so paranoid about falling asleep. Like you know, I lie in bed like waiting to sleep, and the next thing oh. I know, I can't, I don't fall asleep because I'm lying there like, okay, I'm gonna sleep now. Is this it? I'm like, when do I fall asleep? And you don't know you're asleep until you wake up. Mm. Yeah, and that's just that's, it boggles I, my I mind. It's that. like really yeah. weird. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Freaks me out. Yeah, you die. That's it. it it's kind of like dying because you wouldn't know. Yeah. yeah. Luckily, you wake up every day. Yeah. yeah. Or do we? Ooh. Ooh. Do we, we wake up in a different place? Mm. Oh, my God. Uh, but, um, yeah, it's a weird thing just waking up because you, you do have a sense that time has passed. Mm. Right. Well, yeah, like you are aware of all those hours, but. Yeah. 
but they say with anesthetic, like when you go under, yeah, yeah, it gets rid of that uh, internal body clock, so you literally can be out for a year, yeah, and, and not feel it. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. I hate going under. Oh, yeah, that's like it's, it's a like weird fear of mine. Oh, I've like gone under once, and I wouldn't want to do it again. Yeah, it's so. But you, oh, you know that you have to eventually. Yeah, but but the thing, like, it's like so. I think the last time I went under, I was having my wisdom teeth taken out. Mm. But it's that feel like they they give you the stuff or whatever, and then you can feel your body just like um, just like emptying itself. And just like lose all feeling, just get so, but you can't control it. You can't mm-hmm. sort of say, okay, I'm going to wake up again. I'm, like, no. I'm going to keep myself awake. You just, you ha- you're like at the mercy of this anesthetic. This guy, like, oh. with a wife and kids <laughs> named Greg, <laughs> that's in charge of you falling asleep and waking up. Well, <laughs> that's I had, crazy. I had that with my wisdom teeth, and but it was when I woke up. But I wasn't. It was weird. I wasn't fully awake. And I tried to like pull a thing off my finger, that whatever that is. Mm. And then like, and then my gown fell down. I was trying to get up and I, I, cause I didn't want to have that controlling me. And then I passed out again cause it was whatever. But yeah, that was a horrible feeling. Just not having that control. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I do. Yeah. I do know the feeling you're talking about, like your body just caves in Mm -hmm. and just lets go. Mm. That empty feeling, right? That tingle through your body. And before you know it, like you hear voices. And then you slowly realize, what the fuck? Oh, wait, I'm in, I'm in the hospital. That's right. That's such a weird feeling. Uh, this is a reminder of that. What's that movie that's coming out where the new, like, thrill is to die mm. for, like, a short amount of time? Flatliners. Is it Flatliners? Yeah. Well, is it was an old movie that they remake. Oh, remaking. does it make a remake of it? Yeah. Ellen Page is in it. And I love, I yeah. love Ellen, Ellen Page, but that looks like a horrible movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but just that idea, you know, where the, the thrill is essentially dying for a short amount of time mm. i mean i don't know what they're trying to say is there but well the whole thing of the story is after it's like a new drug to die and then to come back and they want to see how long like the thrill is how long can you stay dead for okay and then they keep pushing the limit but then they're finding that in their normal day-to-day life things start happening like because they've crossed over to death Mm. They're not supposed to be living, so it tries. Like, kind of like Final Destination, yeah, okay. where death tries to like grab you back and pull you back in because you've seen the other side. That's the, that's how I see it anyway. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Screw hospitals and anaesthetic. Yeah, yeah. I hate that. Just bite down on a on a metal rod. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna have to get our prostates checked eventually. <laughs> Sorry, Marina. <laughs> That's a while away, isn't it? No. Isn't it like, you know, 50s? Maybe, no, 40s. Oh. 40s, 50s. 40s, 50s. Uh, I got a bit of time. Colonoscopies, all that time. shit. Yeah. Loosen up a bit. <laughs> You'll be fine. You'll be fine, yeah. Um. Anyway. Mm. What, what else is new? Travels? You've been overseas? You're thinking about... Going somewhere? Um, haven't mm. travelled since uh, 2015, but, and yeah. Where was, where was that? Um, Amsterdam. Oh, cool. And Venice, yeah. For like, Venice? Yeah, cool. one month residency in Amsterdam, and then I made sure I went to Venice for the Venice Biennale, because that's every two years. Mm. Have you guys ever gone? No. 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 Amazing. What? Can you explain that? The Venice Biennale? Yeah. Um, so it's a... Uh, no, yeah, every two years. Um, art festival 
Yeah. And um, it's curated and it's artists all over the world um, and they just have it all over Venice. And mm. um, then uh, each country also has a pavilion. So Australia has a pavilion and they nominate an artist to have an exhibition in there. So there's, it's just... It's just something you can't. You have to go to if you're involved in the art scene or you love art because okay. it's such yeah. a variety. And uh, yeah, I missed the one this year, which I'm really devastated about because I've been to two in a row. Um, but just being able to see, like, I saw Mark Quinn, who's like a favorite artist of mine, and um, Javier Perez, he's another favorite. Um, and I know this year, Damien Hurst. Um, he like submerged a ship, I think, and then he pulled it back up and he did this amazing art installation with Wait, it. What? Or he <laughs> created a submerged ship and just had it on display. I don't something amazing. So that's, yeah. That sounds cool. Yeah, yeah it's in, really good. In Venice as well. Like I know. Yeah. So I mean it gets really touristy. Mm. Um, but it's yeah, it's still amazing. And you need like a full week to go see everything because it's they'll have their exhibition and then there are all these other exhibitions and then there's um Murano, which is where Murano Glass is from. It's an island um just off Venice. And so they'll have like um glassworks, which is just all glass, um, various kinds of glass exhibition and that's yeah. That's so amazing. Because it's all these amazing contemporary artists that just yeah, blows my mind. So Next year, I will definitely go. Yeah, it's that's if Venice yeah, well, hasn't sunk. <laughs> hasn't sunk. I didn't want to like sort of try and be a bit sort of thingy towards Venice because like Venice looks like an amazing place, but there is like a lot of stuff about Venice and the water levels and well, things in being threatened. Last I heard, or? the Dutch were actually going to help them um, sort of dam around it. Yeah, I don't okay. know what's happened with that because yeah, apparently it's like in ten years it's going to be underwater, but. Yeah, they're obviously like actively trying to yeah. protect it and look after it. Mm. Save, save Venice. But Hashtag it is, save it is Venice. interesting when you're there and you're in like the water um, ferries or they're, they're like buses essentially, but they're in the water mm. and that's how you get around. Gondolas? No, no, they're oh. they're for fun. It's actually it's like a water taxi. Okay, but it's um you just need a ticket and everyone can get on. Yeah. But you can see like doorways which are now like sort of blocked off and the water's like hitting the door now. So. Yeah. Yeah, definitely yeah, right. inspiring. So everyone gets some buckets. <laughs> <laughs> Bit more than that. But is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Am I right? Is is Venice? Is the city like floating? Like it was built over the water, or there is actually like a solid base to it? Or oh, I think yeah, it's part base, and then it was part built. Yeah, they built it upon something. Yeah, like so there is like a, a like almost like a solid ground, but it's yeah. Oh, don't quiz me. I can't. Okay. Remember. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but Venice is. Yeah, on the city on water. Is that what they call it? City on water? Yeah. Right. Amazing, amazing place. Mm. I'd like to go there. Mm, you should, yeah. yeah. But Amsterdam, I've been to Amsterdam. Yeah. I've been to Amsterdam. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember your trip in Amsterdam? Yes, I do remember my trip in Amsterdam. <laughs> because of getting lost in the train station? We were literally oh, really? <laughs> only there for like an hour and a half stopover. Oh, wow. And this was, um, flew in from Singapore and then on the way to Bucharest. And we decided to go out of the airport and jump on a train to the main district. And we got on the wrong train. And we weren't even high by this time. We got on the wrong train and ended up in some... Oh, I don't know where... I don't know where we were. Like, because I'm looking at the train signs and listening to the stuff and I couldn't understand what was going on. I'm just like, okay, take a deep breath, use my intuition. Okay, this way. Finally, we actually worked on a train and got to the main train, the central station type mm. thing and walked down and 
found a cafe playing Bob Marley out the front seat. Yeah, this place will do. <laughs> Went inside, had a nice big Northern Lights joint. Walked around Venice for a bit. I mean, not Venice, um, Amsterdam. But I'm still thinking about Venice. Huh? Yeah. Um, yeah, back on the train, back to the airport, uh, through customs, hire shit to a little back bit of the airport and then onto a small plane to Bucharest. Yeah. That was my Amsterdam. Mm. Yeah. Did you have a panic attack M- multiple uh, times? No, no, not really. It was actually a really nice high. That yeah. Northern Lights was good. Mm. N- nice and clean. Yeah, I, like, but going going through the, that customs in Amsterdam, I, f- I felt like the security just looked at me and went, yeah, he's high. Mm. Like, yeah, he's uh, high. Let him through. Yeah. Like, Amsterdam, like. <laughs> yeah, like, what do you, what do you expect? Like, yeah. A lot of people are going to leave like that. Yeah. yeah. I remember when they, they stopped, uh, like, tourists from buying weed there well i think that's still, they tried to crack down isn't that still the case or is that changed Probably. now but you were able to buy it yeah we just walked Actually, into a cafe and- yeah that was it was 2013 where yeah that was sort of like loosely enforced yeah okay yeah, yeah. well i'm sure there's yeah a lot of shops just selling it anyway yeah just yeah. under the radar. well i think but- yeah maybe not their problem if you have it like, I feel yeah. like maybe they can sell it, but it's if you have it. Is the yeah, problem. well, I think that, right. like, because we, we only had it in that cafe. Like, we didn't take it out. We didn't oh, do anything. So, I think if you stay fine. in the cafe, yeah. then it's yeah. fine. Yeah. I think that's okay, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You can't um, pocket, like, 50 joints. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. But no, Amsterdam. That's a nice place. So, why why would you... Because um, I'd have spoken to you before, and you were looking at Germany as well. Yeah. So, I have a Dutch passport. So I can live in Europe Um, and that is my plan for like end of this year, early next year. I've kind of pushed it back a little bit. Um, But the thing is like, yeah, the tossing up for me really was I love Amsterdam. I've got family and friends there. That's where my dad's family's from. I know the place, know the language a little bit. Um, The people are lovely and they speak English, Mm. which and they prefer to speak English because my Dutch is so bad. So they wouldn't even let me practice. (laughs) Um, but then the art scene in Berlin is completely different. Like it is after everything they've been through, there's just, they've just smashed it. And I think, you know, they finally had freedom. So they just did whatever they want. And that energy is still there. That Mm. sort of any kind of art sort of happens. Yeah. And there's good art in Amsterdam, definitely. But I know it's a different energy in Berlin. And then because I do burlesque, there's a lot of burlesque there. Um, but then when I've spoken to people about Berlin, it's kind of, I don't know if it's you, – you have to go, have to have a plan. Um, a lot of people, like, if you don't have a plan, you're just going to get lost amongst mm. Like, Because I think, like, when I think of Berlin, you know, it sounds like a very busy, mm. busy place, like a lot of stuff going on that if you don't – if you weren't really prepared for it, you kind of be like – oh, for me, like, I'd feel completely lost. Yeah. I wasn't yeah, sort of like I wouldn't know where to start. Like, yeah. 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 Unless you know someone there I that have can guide like, you around. Yeah, I have quite yeah. a few connections there, and then I have some in Amsterdam. Um but, yeah, it's it's more like I'm looking at residencies. So, I would do like a year art residency. So, mm. it's kind of trying to find the best suitable one. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. And Amsterdam actually has like really good ones. So, I've already applied for one. So, oh, we'll wait and good see. Luck. Yeah, yeah, yeah good luck. Yeah. And then there's another one that will open mid-year that I'll apply for too. Mm. But, mm. And then if not those, then, yeah, I'd probably just look everywhere else around it because it's all amazing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You'll get something for sure. <laughs> But being abroad and doing what you love is a whole different vibe, hey? Yeah, it's actually pretty yeah, yeah nerve-wracking to just decide to move and start again, especially like late 20s, you know, like it's making new friends and stuff and, yeah, mm. adapt to a whole other country. 
culture, language. I ain't got time for that. Making new friends. <laughs> nah, fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. I'm happy. I'm done. <laughs> I have enough settled. friends. Yeah. <laughs> I know, it's funny. The art community, they're so damn friendly that, yeah, you make friends. But um, <laughs> It's impossible yeah. not to make friends when you're all in that same boat. I know, yeah. Mm. yeah Especially in a residency naturally. environment because there's so many studios. Unless yeah. a person's a dick, but um, well, everyone's yeah. usually yeah. friendly. But they, they tend to get filtered out anyway. Yeah. If they are, yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Have you lived abroad before? No, the month was like the longest in one place. Yeah. Um, but I had a set um, accommodation and I had a studio and I went to it every day and it was really lovely. Did you get homesick at all within the month? Um, I did a bit because I had like a few, um, a few things sort of popped up, like, you know, accommodation kind of fell through and yeah. then a few other things popped up. So I was kind of a bit like, Ugh. Um, and then I went traveling for three months, but no, not really. But a year does feel like a long time. Mm. Mm. But then, okay. I don't know, Earth will probably still be the same. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't even see it changing anytime soon. <laughs> it's getting there. It's, it's crawling. There. It's doing its best. Yeah, well, actually, because I found yeah. myself strolling through the city, like, late at night, um, and finding, like, new places in the city going, where, like, what is this? Mm. Like, I've never noticed Perth to be, A, looking so clean mm. be looking so like um fresh and modern like there's a lot of the down near um uh the new train not train station bus station that bus port oh yeah bus port bit like just like or even like little grass areas and just walk away i'm just like shit this doesn't even look like birth mm. so, yeah mm. well, it's growing they're, they're doing their job they're getting yeah. there we just need more uh live venues yeah, we need mm. more attention on the arts, yeah. please. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Fringe is nice, but it's it is. temporary. Yeah, yeah, it feels like it it comes and goes mm. like that. And but it's yeah. more like half of these people are still here when it's over, and we need you to come to our shows. Yeah, we yeah. just don't have venues or like the support. Yeah, but see, I like to look at it like things like Fringe show that potential of what it can mm. be, mm. and I, I hope that people in those positions look at it and go you know that's a, a thriving industry b it's got that stuff to it would, which would make it good yeah but then th- there's the unseen benefits where the vibe changes in northbridge yeah you know um as well which is mm. good because usually that place oh well i don't know because last night was pretty rowdy <laughs> it's tough it's tough it's a bit yeah. hit and miss because I, I know a lot of people working for fringe that have horror stories as well yeah of you know being abused as they walk mm. out and shit like that so actually yeah a lot of performers cop a lot of flack yeah mm. yeah it's real actually uh, yeah i forgot about that i haven't heard any stories yet that's why i kind of no out. but i'm yeah. sure they're going to come in mm. yeah. yeah sure hopefully not but. hopefully not mm. obviously but that's the reality you know I don't want to yeah. sensationalize that because what it does is so much better and it outweighs all that. Yeah. But yeah. you still hear the odd story of some shit going down. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a good vibe. But oh well, we've got the Optus Stadium now. Uh, what? The, what? the Optus Stadium? The new big Perth Stadium. Oh, is that open Perth. now? Or? It's yeah. kind of open. They had an open day for it. Yeah, oh. well, no, it is open. They had a, a cricket match there. Yeah, it's the all going to be for sport. Well, that's it. <laughs> yeah. And the occasional concert. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Mm. And then you put on a gig where the bands can't even say 
honorable mention <laughs> Optus. Yeah. Uh, hey, no, that, that local opening. But they, they didn't actually, they weren't in the stadium when they performed that opening. They were outside. They were outside yeah. the stadium. Yeah. Oh. Like the grass line outside saying, there's the stadium. Yeah. We're, op- we're not opening the stadium. Yeah. Oh, but they didn't want it announced because they didn't want too much traffic there. Yes, they didn't want people going to the opening to the day event. of the, studio, of the oh stadium. So it was like, but, you know, if it's sport, fucking everyone come, come on yeah. in. Come on in. Yeah. Everybody. Well, because people are paying for that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, the open, yeah. open day was free and they don't want people going into the stadium and fucking up the new shit when they're not even paying for it. So Yeah. But you could, no, apparently you could, early ticket holders could go in and try out the seats and try out the drink holders. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. How exciting. You could sit down in, in the, the seat perks. for five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. But we've, I don't know, we've, I'm a bit out of the loop, but we've lost a few venues, but then there's new, new stuff coming out, you know, like. Well, yeah, we have Badlands at least. Like that was that's gone a cool for venue. a little bit. Like yeah. mm-hmm. now it's back. But you were, did you go there a lot when it was DeVille's as well? Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, it's been gutted, but it's a whole new place. So that's okay. Yeah. Like, it's a whole different vibe. Yeah. Um, but other than that. Bakery. Yeah. What? Yeah. Still heartbroken. I, th- I don't yeah. think I've fully gotten over the bakery. But no, it's, that was the loss. first big loss. You know? Yeah. That one really cut deep. But there's, there's nothing's happening there now, is it? Yeah. What is even in that space? Uh, just either office blocks or apartments. I'm not too sure. No, like, I'm pretty sure the building's still there. But yeah, like, the they didn't demolish there? it. It's still, like, okay. yeah, still it's have a stage right. It just sits there. Because you know that the front room where you did that video clip one time? Oh, like the bread box. Yeah, like, that's in that, the front area the, of... The black box, yeah. yeah. Like, it's all just sitting there. Oh, that's yeah. sad. Probably just that's... storage space now. Yeah. Yeah. Or well, they probably bought they bought the area, but they're not doing anything with it yet. Mm. That's qu- quite likely as well. But I just loved how there were very like a lot of hybrid events there yeah like, you know modeling meets shop fronts meets music yeah all that sort of stuff yeah uh, sugar blues have their burlesque grad shows there mm. like yeah it was a variety of stuff yeah, yeah. we've lost let's not talk about what we've lost <laughs> <laughs> what a bummer nice. yeah mm-hmm. there's gonna be new, yeah it's good seeing people try new things though yeah i think yeah There'll be stuff to fill its place, I hope. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I think every now and then new places try startups and yeah. get oh, things going. The and... sewing room, I haven't been there yet, though. The sewing room, yeah, I've, cool. we've been there. Yeah, we've been there oh, for a cool. gig. It's actually not too bad. Yeah. Ah, good. Oh, and actually, um, Tetsuo. Tetsuo and, is pretty cool, and they've got yeah. that little back room. I've gone to a few things. There. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Old new vibe. Old new vibe, yeah. yeah. Well, it was ginger before, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, ginger night. <laughs> Did you ever go to the new vibe when it no, was around? No, I went to ginger once just yeah. for like drinks and then we bailed. But no, I've never been, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was early days. Uh-huh. You used to hit up the old Sin days at Gilkinson. Yeah, yeah actually, yeah, then. no, that was probably, well, that was more an event. We lost an event over a venue. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was amazing and that was so devastating. Mm. That's why I'm like impressed with those gathering events that happen. Yeah, is how Amir again. The, the, the event yeah. happens, but they can find like a, a venue. Yeah, yeah, and Badlands is a pretty good space. Yeah, yeah, um, for that, and then the Good Shepherds. Yeah, pretty Good Shepherd good for and the night. Yeah, yeah, and then I think um, Kristen's doing Church of Belligerence at Sonoroo. Yeah, okay. In a couple of weeks, so that'll be interesting. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's all out there if you look for it. Yeah. 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 
Why am I so emotional? Just take, take the, just take the streets around Northbridge yeah. to get yeah. to them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's why I like a lot of those um, venues that sit on the outskirts. Like, you know, mm-hmm. where Badlands is, you know, it's away from yep. all that crap. And the people that go there are there for that, yeah. that thing. And just walk just, straight to your car. Yeah. Yep. And or you're not, you're not getting those stragglers that are, like, bar hopping up and down Aberdeen Street or some shit like yeah. that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. They're there for the show, pretty much. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. What else is new? <laughs> How's life? Are you, you trying any new things in the new year? <laughs> new year, new um, me? I don't know. Just really trying to get through Fringe. Yeah. I, but I will, and it'll be great. Um but then once that's done, I am trying to do uh, another like solo performance show. Cool. Um, that's in the works. And then I want to go to Dark Mofo. Have you guys yeah. heard of that? Yes. Yeah. In Tasmania. Yeah. Yeah. What's, what's, I always what's miss that? it. It's really cool. It's like an arts music festival. It's got like everything. Um, do you know Mona? The it was it was someone I name um it was his art collection which he made into a gallery and it's really unique art um and then he's put on this festival i think it was there was one there's one now mm-hmm. um it always happens when i'm not ready for it. yeah i think it's, it's called just this one's on. just called mofo and then dark mofo. mofo's in june and it's yeah. like chelsea wolf played there once like it's mm. it's quite dark yeah, there's okay. like um they have a feast and there's just all these neon hanging crosses um yeah it's it's a very, like really an alternative cool. sort of yeah, arts festival, yeah. music festival. Yeah, so. a lot of uh, avant-garde yes. arty stuff. Well, it's in Tasmania. Yeah. Mm. Well, it's Ooh. in the art gallery, Mona. That's an amazing gallery. And that's gallery. on an island, isn't it? It's not, yeah. Kind, I heard you get a ferry yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, amazing. I keep forgetting we have Tasmania. <laughs> I'd like to retire. <laughs> I've never been. So, uh, oh, you've never been? No. It's amazing. Mm. I think if I was old... I'd, I'd probably retire there. <laughs> Actually, I know someone. My hairdresser just bought some property there to yeah. pretty much do that. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. It's a, just a big valley. Yeah. And jump on a, a cruise liner and cruise to Tasmania. <laughs> that's you if you can stand. If you can stand the cold. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. I can't. No. No. Yeah. See, actually, Europe will be fucking cold. That's a thing. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to be prepared for that. Are you okay in cold weather? Oh, kind of. I yeah. mean, I just have to get like a really good coat, but I get cold really easily. Right. Um, mm. So that, that'll be annoying. I know people that hate the cold. I think I hate the layers, like having to wear like coats on top of coats and then you just yeah. sort of like yeah. <laughs> trying to move around. Yeah, yeah. But then Europe, everywhere's, he- Ooh, sorry. <laughs> everywhere's <laughs> heated. Yeah. So you go into like any cafe shop and they've got good heating. Yeah. It's just that in Or a fireplace, yeah. yeah. Mm. But it's a chance to wear... Cool coats. Yeah, stylish yeah you can have actual there. proper, like, thick coats. Thick coats. Yeah. yeah. I used to work Fur at- coats. No, wait, no. That's bad. <laughs> uh, I, I had an op shop fur coat. Yeah. So it was secondhand and yeah. it was like lamb's wool. And I did wear it over there and I left it over there with a friend that I was like, uh. I'm going to come back and get it. But yeah, I could wear it and I was like, oh my God, I can wear this and that's it. I'm warm. <laughs> exactly. So, There's nothing underneath. Yeah. <laughs> Can't go anywhere, but... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But like the snow, I think they were having really bad snowstorms recently and Yeah. I've never seen snow though, so that'd be cool. Oh. It's weird. Because yeah. when when you uh inhale when it's that cold, there's this weird feeling in oh. the back of your throat. Oh. Yeah. That's the first thing I noticed. 
Like, the, it actually just tickles the back of your throat because it's that cold. Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, a bit of that in Melbourne. Yeah. It gets and cold your over face there. hurts. You know when your face yeah. hurts? Yeah. Like, oh, it actually hurts. <laughs> it goes numb, man. Yeah. Mm. That's the worst thing because I, I, you look at these places up, you know, northern, northern parts of Europe and that, and they just look amazing. Mm. Like, all the snow and, like, I'd love to go to Iceland as well. Yeah. But then I just realised that it's really fucking cold there. And I'm just like, nah, I'll just look at the pictures. Johnny's <laughs> uh. yeah. a lizard. Uh. He, only like- <laughs> he can just sit on the rock in the sun and be fine. Suited to Australia. Yeah. 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 yeah, I can't. I get grumpy when it's too hot as well. Yeah. Well, we've got I'm ex- not productive yeah. as well. Yeah. No, yeah, I can't do deal with heat. Yeah. Unless you're an aircon, like... Yeah, you just you're tired and you flop about. Yeah, <laughs> can't do anything. Nobody has seen my legs though, because <laughs> I don't wear shorts. I refuse that's to wear true. shorts. That's true. I don't do you think wear I've jeans ever. Jeans in summer? I just wear jeans in yeah. summer. That's fucked. Hey, <laughs> now that I think about it, should that's I hot. should I wear? Can't but, you just wear like denim shorts? I think I'm really self conscious about my <laughs> little chicken legs. Uh, Look how skinny uh, they are. Uh, um, <laughs> eventually, I'll wear shorts. It'll be so fucking... <laughs> should I buy, buy those uh, Australian flag shorts? <laughs> That'll be amazing. <laughs> You're in shorts. Your t-shirt is amazing, by the way. How good is it? <laughs> oh, it was actually like a Facebook ad. I've never clicked oh. on one of those, but it was like, you might like this. And I'm like, yes, I do like that. <laughs> it's, a, it's so funny. I thought it was E.T. initially. Well, it's just like an alien. An alien. And smoking. <laughs> and every time I wear it, I've worn it, people love it. And it's I like, yes. <laughs> Is that a cigarette or a joint, you think? Or it could be uh, whatever you want. It could be whatever you want. Yeah. Maybe That's fancy. why it's cool. Some um, alien extraterrestrial uh, <laughs> tobacco. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Interplanetary tobacco. Yeah. Mm. What do you think of aliens? Are you an alien person? I think they exist. Oh, I mean, they got it. Like, something yeah. has to exist, obviously, out there. Um, but again, I've never had any, I just haven't had any proof, but I don't discredit it, yeah. but it's kind of like, I'm waiting for that. I've seen mm. like all the autopsy videos, yeah. and all the stories. Yeah. There's, a, there's so much horseshit though. Ah, yeah. There really is. But I, th- I, th- I actually think that we have seen like there's aliens living with us now that we don't recognize as aliens. You look at octopuses. You look at those creatures under the water. You look at um, tardigrades. You know what tardigrades are? Like those microscopic things, like the living living organisms. They look like a hippopotamus with a big fucking mouth. Actually, I could pull up a picture of a tardigrade. (laughs) No, no, no. So maybe I have. This this is this is bizarre because is it a a deep sea creature? uh, No, it it lives. Anywhere and everywhere, and it can actually yeah. live in outer space. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, yeah, yeah. yeah. That. It's almost like a bacteria. It can live in outer space. Yeah, it can survive. Like, they reckon that there's a chance that it came in actually on asteroids really and shit. That's kind of cute, I know. actually. <laughs> but, but to think that Hello. that thing that's actually... That's what it sounds like. like. Hello. And that's apparently... It could be one of the oldest, like, organisms in yeah. existence. Mm. And it is so microscopic. But look at it. You know, it's got little feet. It's got little claws. It has a foreskin face. Yeah. <laughs> what does it do? Uh, it just lives. Mm. Right. I mean, look at that. It doesn't, doesn't even look real. Yeah. No. But that that's a real thing. And to tell me that that's not an alien. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. 
I thought you were going to say something way more interesting. Like, uh, like aliens are already among us and they're people. Yeah, I thought you were going oh, into, like, lizard people. Yeah. Oh, no, no, well, yeah. not yet. But even, like, you know, you, when, you look at, like, sea creatures such as octopuses and things like that and you just sort of try and go, like, how the fuck does something like that exist? Well, yeah. And where does it come from? Plus, well, maybe there's probably they can find they can find but They can find their way out of anything. A container. Oh, I have, have seen, seen that? that video, yeah. And they're very, out. very smart. Yeah. Mm. yeah. They, they use octopuses to predict the Super Bowl. Who's going to win? How smart they are. Is this... Yeah. No. Has this happened? Yeah. <laughs> what you, don't, you don't know about the um, octopuses' um, NFL um, predictions. Um, what, they let it grab something and that will... Uh, yeah. How, does, how, does, how do I spell octopus? Oct- <laughs> octopus. Um... <laughs> How do I spell octopus? Oh, it just picks up something. Uh, Yeah, Paul the octopus. Um, So they use use this octopus. It's a total American gimmick thing. Right. But they use him to predict the Super Bowl. Oh, he was incredible. He's had a pretty good streak. Holy shit. He's only had two wrong. Oh, that that would just be luck. Is this. No, this might be a different one. They might use octopuses all over the place. <laughs> They've been doing this for years. Yeah, but no, they actually they, they use octopus to predict like sports outcomes, and I, it's weird if it's like just a total gimmick or not. It would have to be. Yeah. Why would you? Ch- it seems to know more than we do if it's getting that that many right. Um. Oh, I can't, I can't. Probably don't. <laughs> Into what a YouTube party. Yeah. YouTube party. I, I, I can't believe no one knows about the octopus. Not the octopus searching for or giving answers to anything. Well, I actually want to know because uh, tomorrow is the um, 52nd NFL. Um, That's definitely something Super I know Bowl. nothing about. Yeah, yeah uh, same. Super Bowl. Cool. Pa- Patriots versus the Eagles. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> So they they put the. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. But yeah, there's something like an octopus is really smart. Yeah, they're they're incredibly smart. Yeah, and they they use them to predict the Super Bowl. So they they let it crawl out them. and they let it pick a container. I feel yeah. like that's yeah. just. Uh, I don't know if this is the actual yeah. one, but they they have it like even Fox News. Science is they spoke. they put it and stuff. Science. Ah. Uh. Uh, I, w- I wasn't even prepared for this one. <laughs> so good. Ah, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> but yeah, no. But that, that's you know, I look at creatures like that, and you look at all the amount of um, creatures that live in the oceans, and just go, you know, this is well, obviously. Yeah. Well, they've just evolved over time, and some of them are smarter than others. Oh, have they evolved over time, or were they put there? <laughs> oh, how do we? How Aside do, how do, how do we know how long that those creatures have been down there? There's like. Well, isn't, science, yeah. Isn't that the answer to anything? You <laughs> say science, and people isn't crocodile, crocodiles are one of the oldest? Like they're around during they're, the they're dinosaurs. dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah. yeah they pretty yeah. much, and a lot of birds as well mm. were around when. Well, they say that birds and dinosaurs have a lot in common. Yeah, right. Mm. Yeah, with the like the actual yeah. skeletal structure. Uh, yeah, of it. yeah, that's true. But an the octopus doesn't bird-like. have a skeleton. It doesn't. No, an octopus, it does not. That's why I can get out of that box. Octopus <laughs> is an alien. That's that's me putting okay. it on tape. An octopus <laughs> is an alien. But I oh know you're right. It would be something like that that is malleable, can essentially shape shift. You seen the ones that can change color? Mm. Yeah. 
like or with chameleons, what, kind yeah, of, yeah, whatever yeah. they touch, they'll change into that color. That's some deep shit. That's amazing. Well, that's just survival tactics. Yeah, but it's amazing. Yeah, and people do it all the time. <laughs> people do it all the time with their personalities, mm, right? Mm, true. Because we we will change to adapt to our environment mm. a lot in order to maintain a sense <laughs> of nor- normality. <laughs> yeah, but. You ever get the, like, <laughs> the stroke, when you talk to someone, like, you just feel like punching their face? Is that just me? <laughs> but not not even in a violent way. Wait, just what? like, you just feel like, what if I just punch this person? You know? Oh. <laughs> Do you know? Like, you know when you hold your phone out the front, like, out the window? Or, or you hold something that you like out the window? To what, test yourself? Yeah, to test yourself. Like, if I just let go of this. But <laughs> there's something about the thrill of doing that. Yeah, um... There's a, I think, uh, people and like not jumping off something, but there is that sort of, um, yeah, you're kind of testing yourself and you're, yeah, yeah. it's quite normal to, yeah, sort but of think about that. But it's addictive as well. Yeah. Because, um, like, your shows, how do you, that's so far beyond what we probably do. Like, we just get up and play instruments, right? But your, mm. it's your body, it's Actually, you, it's your, you have to really project everything yeah. into it right i was listening to um cameron's one and you were saying how you have a guitar and you're yeah, yeah. you've got something um yeah. burlesque in a way you've got your routine and your act and with burlesque you are taking off clothes and like you're using props so you do have something there but it, it's that full-on sort of thing of like trying to entertain someone and you're the center of attention and you can't mm. just like run off if you freak out like you're there and you have to sort of be in character um, the performance art I found quite interesting because um, that was something I would never have done if I probably hadn't done burlesque. I think because that was so full on. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I can do performance <laughs> art now. I can do that. Um, but that is so um, – it made me learn to be still and it's okay to not do anything. And that's quite hard because that's – you know, people are watching you and you're sitting there not doing anything and then you suddenly do something. So, um, yeah. It is. It's it's quite testing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, with the performance art, sometimes it's not organ, like not choreographed, I guess, and, and you're just going with what happens. So that mm. can be quite interesting. But right. Yeah. So you have. Do you know about like the sense of time passing? Do you lose yourself? How, how do you time? Uh, like that's I, what I don't get. How do I know when it's like okay, this has been ten minutes or fifteen minutes? Yeah. Or, well, yeah. do you have um, backing? Yeah, burlesque, I always have music. And yeah. yeah, that's all sort of um, worked out beforehand or you know the music so yeah. you know when what happens. Um, with my performance art, I like to blend. Yeah, I've, I kind of do something interesting where I blend like dance and theatre and art and fashion. So I always use music when I perform. So, um, yeah, as long as I know the song, I'm okay. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> but yeah. um, That's your backbone for yeah. time. So for yeah. Drowning, I actually got Sean Ferraloro to, he wrote the music for me. So he's, yeah, composed all this music in um, sort of to do with all the four different stages that I go through. So, but it's also not noise, but I, yeah, I have to really sit and make sure I get really familiar with it because it's not gen- it's not a song structure, you know, it's quite yeah. um, random. So, that's- so you have to pick up on different cues yeah, yeah so really song. i'm gonna yeah. have to sit and just listen to it over and over to make sure i don't miss anything yeah 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 that's interesting um do you ever like um f- forget where you're at 
Isn't and that's, that, that's like what improvise? I'm proud of like, yeah. Obviously, you, you practice your routine and okay, but mm. it's just like sort of like you're on doing a show and like just, I'm going to have like a brain fart and like you forget what you're meant to be doing. Or? <laughs> yeah, with Bellas, yeah, that yeah. totally happens. <laughs> <laughs> or like somehow you just sort of, you'll either miss something or you'll skip ahead and then you'll be like, wait, I'm still wearing this or I should be over there. But you get to a point where you you're just professional about it mm. so even yeah like people have costume failures where things yeah, don't come off to, yeah. or things come off too early um, or you get stuck trying yeah, to take like, yeah. <laughs> and the number of people wear corsets and they they go to the audience or they get someone to take them out of it like people yeah. being cut out of it i did a show not too long ago where someone's dress just wouldn't go on so she had to like two minutes before her act just make up something where because yeah. normally you take off a dress and it takes quite a while so she just had to wing that um, but yeah, you get to a point where you know what to do. Mm, yeah. yeah. Oh, that would freak me out. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. I'm yeah. so used to it now and it's like second nature. But yeah, yeah. I realize it is. Yeah. It's quite confronting. Costume changes and stuff like that. Do you have the. <laughs> um, whenever I fuck up when I'm on drums, there's a certain beat that I'll play. Mm. which I call the, sa- <laughs> the safety beat, which means like, even though it might not be the correct drum part, if you yeah. play it, you'll be safe. Uh, okay. right. do, you have, with- do you have a go-to thing? Like when you're like, let's say you're out of line and you've forgotten. And you're mm. like, all right, I'm just going to win this one. Like, how do you kind of redeem yourself from that? It's a bit different. Um, if you're dancing and you either miss a bit or you take something off too soon or too late, I don't know. You kind of just like, you've, I think you just have backup dance steps in your head. So you'll yeah. just do that or you'll skip ahead and then you'll come back to it. I don't know. Yeah. You, you kind of like just jiggle the act around <laughs> and just like yeah. mash it up. Um, <laughs> but half the time, no one, no one tells. Like, no I, one knows. I just do a thumbs up to the audience. <laughs> like, right. It's all good now. Just do that. <laughs> actually, a lot of people will be like, they'll actually like, they'll play it up a bit. Yeah. And that's good. That's, yeah, that adds to it. Yeah, adds to the drama. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's so it's so far beyond my only concept of performance is is for music. So it's so it's like a sliver of mm. the whole spectrum, and it's only drumming as well and a bit of guitar. Mm. So it's really so, I was gonna, I guess, so obviously you're used to used to your performances now. But when you started out, and you get really nervous about going out in front of people and taking off clothes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's just that fear of stuffing up, that fear mm. of sort of failure. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I get quite nervous. And then it's like, you want to have a drink, but you, I don't know, some people can drink before they perform. Yeah. And some people can't. And it's yeah. like, I wouldn't want to get too like relaxed and forget more things. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it becomes a crutch very, yeah. <laughs> very quickly. No. Yeah. yeah I, I might have like a glass of champagne, but that's probably all. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I don't know. I just, I think over time you get more comfortable and you get more comfortable with the audience. I think probably when I started, I didn't look. As intently at the audience, I probably would just like looked up and looked down. But mm. now, like, like I'm doing stuff where I even like interact with the audience, which is new for me. Like, I normally just sort of perform, and that's it. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I don't know. I think it's just time. Yeah. Yeah. Repetition. But, just just doing it. I mean, I still get yeah. nervous about it every now and then. Um. Yeah. Mm. Mm. The last time I got on stage and started taking my clothes off, it didn't go down well. <laughs> <Yeah>. Everyone <laughs> left. <laughs> One of the, uh, the castle, castle days. Oh, wow. <laughs> Did you really take your clothes off? Uh, no, no, well, not, well, I think my shirt came off at some point. Oh, were you yeah. playing though? Yeah, that's, I think I was playing. Yeah, well, that's the other thing. Yeah, Didn't yeah. the castle used to give you a, 
a, a DVD of your performance yeah, after you played. Yeah, DVD. Wow. Yeah, they Aww. gave you a burnt seat. It was really sweet. That's yeah. cute, yeah. <laughs> they did their best. Really shitty, but yeah, it was good at the time. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what we had at the time, you know. We yeah. had the castle. We but that was the starting point, you know. Yeah. That was my probably second or third show ever. Yeah. Oh. I, I, I look at the castle as being like Perth's uh, CBGB. Yeah. Where so many that's where so many bands started out. And yeah. like you can look at bands now that are all over the place that can say that they've at least started or did a show at the castle. Yeah. The mm-hmm. castle and the Heidi. And the Heidi. Yeah, oh, the, the Heidi, Heidi was yeah. a big one. Yeah. 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 And there was a whole different vibe there. I never actually went. Super like punk, dirty vibe. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So, I've heard yeah. the stories. Of- yeah. Yeah. Literally on the floor of the pub with the bar, and you get the local bar flies sitting there, and there's a band like on the floor performing and <laughs> yeah. shit going everywhere, pints being knocked over, and yeah, <laughs> getting heckled. <laughs> yeah, there, there used to be this one old guy with a grey beard, always at the Heidi in the corner. I think I remember the guy. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. People that know will be screaming at me, but I, I, don't, I've, I never met him like over the six, seven years. I, I never but he was always him. there. He was like always that, there. there. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a lot of the, there was a good, pretty big ska punk scene at one stage that came through the Heidi. Are you, yeah, it was never really my thing. I I just kept going to Sin. That's all I kept Mm. doing. Yeah. (laughs) Sin and Amplifier. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because they were were late night places. Yeah. You could stay Mm. open late. You didn't feel rushed. Yeah. Like, shit, like, oh, it's 11, you know. Mm. Just keep going. But now, <laughs> yeah. Do you find it's harder to get out and do stuff in your downtime? Um, it's more like there's nothing to go to. Yeah. Yeah. There's the gathering. Mm. And that's kind of. Do it. you feel a bit like? Well, it's more like press yeah. for choices at the moment. Yeah. Like there's not much to go to. Like ever yeah. since soon closed down, I mean, we had isolation. I think for a little bit, and then yeah. isolation ended. And it's more like I would be, yeah, doing so much more yeah. in my 20s, yeah. but I didn't have anywhere to go. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, then, yeah. Yeah. We had incursion. Incursion. Incursions ended. And then but that, that, that was, ended That was well. a bit of a different, like, I like the yeah. 80s, 90s, gothy, and yeah. that was a bit more, Yeah. I don't even know. It was what? very doosh, 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 but yeah, not the gothy kind. Industrial it was more like, type thing. Yeah. yeah. It was quite a mix. Yeah, I think it. Yes, at the start it had quite a, a good range of DJs. Not that they they're bad now. Yeah. <laughs> For me, it was like a good mix of music. Yeah, um, that was my only qualm with that whole alternative side. Is I, f- I found the playlists very repetitive. Just like the hits. Yeah, yeah. Like they, they wouldn't. They would refuse to deviate from that stuff. You'd hear the same stuff yeah. a lot. Mm. We get the same stuff at. Like even amplifiers got that playlist that you walk in. There's the same song all the time. All of, yeah. Are they the yeah. old ones? Just like the Strokes. Yeah. yeah. Oh really? Just, they yeah. do play that. Block party. Dun, the Strokes. Dun, oh my god. Dun, Interpol. Dun, dun, dun. It's just, yeah. there's, there's always just one. I just like, can't hack the people. Yeah. yeah. I just uh, yeah. they ruin it. Did you say Interpol? Yeah. I love Interpol. Evil? Do you like them? Oh, it's more like, you know, a few hits, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> From that time. I saw them at Metropolis Fremantle. Ah. Oh. Uh, back before they, like, really took off. Oh, cool. This was, like, during Turn On The Bright Lights, like, the first album. Uh, mm. And it was one of the most amazing shows. They had such a a minimal light show. It was just white spotlights and it was all backlit. Mm. But it's amazing how just a little bit of backlight with no front cans, it mm. just helps... 
That's why, like, every show that I play, I'm like, turn off all the front cans just to have it coming from the back. Yeah. Mm. Just a silhouette. Yeah, cast a really cool mm. silhouette. Mm. But yeah. um, lighting makes half the show, I think. Oh, yeah. 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 Actually, yeah, from burlesque, like, lighting is, like, half. Uh, half of it? It's a big, a big, like... Yeah. Atmosphere is so important. And, like, the number of shows I've done where there's no lighting or it's a bright light. <laughs> yeah. It's just so horrible. Mm. <laughs> Um, yeah, because like you want to be flexible so that you're not relying on a certain type of stage show. Like yeah. you should be able to kill it anywhere. Yeah. But at the same time, you're like, when you realize, you get that little bit of a taste when you're like, what shit, it can be. If I yeah. actually put effort and maybe hire a lining guy, but then you're like, shit, it's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. And you're not, you're not going to get that privilege every venue you go to as no. well. Yeah, yeah. I am doing a show coming up that it's kind of outside and I know there's no yeah. Um, so that's going to suck, but that's okay. Yeah. Because I'll make it work. <laughs> <laughs> you will. You'll kill it. Yeah. Um, or they just leave a park can on you. I fucking hate that. <laughs> just like a hot orange park can. <laughs> it doesn't change like, the color. That's the lining, guys. <laughs> there you go. And light off. <laughs> and that's it. Um, we did a show yeah. once and there was no lighting guy, so the lights never turned on. Quite for the first oh, no. Yeah, it was at the um, Civic Hotel, and like the the first band started playing, and there were no lights on. That's really that's just, just embarrassing. Yeah, and then like this, like some someone started running through the crowd, mm. like as the band it was almost finishing, and then turned on some lights. I'm like, yeah. Um. Oh, I was about to bring something up. Might be a bit weird though, because mm. we were talking about amplifier, but because I. We used to work with Ian a lot. The same yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ian got fired. Yeah, he got fired from it. From it. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I don't want to delve into it because I don't know enough. But it just sucks either way. Um, and he was so, really good? He was good. Yeah, he worked there. He was 15 odd years. I think oh. more than that. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, on the, yeah, but like the resident sound guy that did every show, all the sound for Amplifier. Yeah. And Amplifier turned around and said, meh. Mm. Yeah. Well, we don't know. We don't know what happened. Mm. But also, I remember playing at least 30 to 40 shows at Amplifier. Wow. I reckon, like, through over 12 years. Mm. Uh, and he I, was I always really one. good. I played one. What, for real? Yeah. I played Amplifier once. I thought you played it more no, times. No, no, uh, no. once or twice. Which gig was that? Um, in a moment, EP launch. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't... It's okay. It's really hard to load out of ven- that venue. I'm not really a fan oh, of Oh, because your car stage. has to try and go around the... Yeah. yeah. And they, they don't... They kind of don't let you park in the alley, but you oh. kind of <laughs> have to during, like, a very small window. But then you've got to go from the bottom stairs all the way, like, Oh, up. yeah, mm. that's right. Yeah. So you'd have to drag your whole drum kit upstairs and if they wouldn't let you park in the back, you would have to walk it through the queue <laughs> while people spit on you. What, like someone spat on you? Yeah, people Whoa. have spat on my car, like they've kicked the car. What? Yeah. Because it was parked there. Well, no, because like I'm trying to inch my way out like with all my drums and with the car. You're like great. I know. But it was, it was that, that mid- midnight so the turning point, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, that's bad. You, know, like, you don't want to be out then. Yeah, past midnight. It's, it's Speaking really... about being spit on or spat on, <laughs> I just remember we'd um, work at the, the Muse concert mm. down on the, um, the Esplanade. This and the, D, the D barrier fell down. Yeah. yeah. The, the, 
people before us didn't put the crowd barrier together properly and they left the bolts like loose. And so there's, you know, what, how many thousand people, 20,000 people um, pushing on this crowd barrier and it was like coming apart. So we were called in to try and put it back together. And there's people on they, the band, I can't remember who it was, uh, the openers, they stopped and the guy jumped on the stage and told everyone, you know, you need to move back. You need to allow these people to put the crowd barrier back, crowd barrier back together. And so they're, we're there like a group of us and there's people at the front just drunk and pissed and just spitting, yelling. Mm-hmm. And they're, we're there with like spanners and stuff trying to push back on this barrier, putting it back together. Yeah. That was fucked. That was fucked. Mm-hmm. That was fucked. <laughs> to the point where I think we got like two bolts in and said, fuck it and left. Mm. <laughs> it wasn't our job wasn't our problem yeah. yeah didn't the Dirty Secrets play just before they were a local it might band have been Dirty Secrets yeah but it, did remember. it fall during Muse or the band no, no, before no just before the, the band before it uh, the yeah. Muse wasn't even on stage yeah. yet so it was during oh. Dirty Secrets that yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah wow. yeah I remember mm. that yeah that's why you don't work there yeah, that's why I don't work with them anymore <laughs> fuck that yeah. yeah a lot of the crewing actually yeah it's sad. You read a lot of the articles how, like, in this industry, it's way highly likely to have a detrimental effect on your health, obviously. Like, mm-hmm. anything performance-related, I think. Mm-hmm. So it's really hard to stay grounded and healthy at the same time, mentally and physically, I think. Do you mean, like, as a like musician just, or just, just or anywhere in the industry? Industry, industry yeah. in general, yeah. yeah. Industry, whether you're, like... Setting up tents or whatever. A lot of these people just aren't sleeping right, not eating right, yeah. and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Not good hours. Yeah. And getting paid peanuts as well. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Um, yeah. And not getting home till like 3 a.m. or something. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a tough life. Have you toured before? Have you, like, other than the um, residencies and stuff, have you. Not for. I've gone, like, to Sydney for a solo art exhibition. Yeah. Um, but then for burlesque, I've gone to like Melbourne and Queensland for Australian Burlesque Festival so they do that all over yeah keep touching all of it <laughs> that's cool use my hands yeah. a lot um, yeah they have a sh- they have shows all over Australia so yeah. yeah I've flown to Brisbane last year for their show um, yeah. but I don't tour with it I just do that one show and then I come home um, but that, that's been okay I had to transport a really annoying prop um, what was it it's um, it's a metal frame that um, it uh, and then you, it's got poles that you put together and it's meant to be a cocoon, but it's a shadow screen cocoon. Uh, so I then put fabric over, over like the sides and I have one at the front and I'm like an insect and I cut myself out of it. Mm. Um, but I, I had one made and it was just straight poles and it was really heavy. So I got someone to make me one that broke down, which was good, but it was just like, yeah, yeah, still heavy. Yeah. Still annoying. But, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you get it through? Uh, did you have to check it in through uh, oversize? <laughs> oh, yeah. What did I do? I did something classic me where I thought it was okay and it wasn't. And then I, when I got there, I had to pay like an extra $100. Yeah. I had to get it like wrapped to my suitcase. And then on the way home, I thought it was okay. And then I had to pay another $50. I don't know. I did something dumb. Yeah. But it got home okay. <laughs> it got there and it got home well, and yeah. it worked. Um. <laughs> I yeah. think they do it by size and weight. I don't know how they calculate it, but yeah. Yeah, I think on the way there, they let me wrap it with my suitcase. And then on the way back, they said I couldn't do that. So then I had to pay more. Yeah. Um, but yeah. It's always a last minute thing when you're traveling and performing. <laughs> yeah. The shit just falls apart. Yeah. yeah. 
Are you more of a like introvert or ex- extrovert? When you, are you okay with like around? Because when you travel with people, especially with mm. other performers, like you have to be, you have to share the space with them. Mm, yeah. And I like to be alone ninety percent of the time. <laughs> <laughs> I find it yeah. really hard to like keep up with the social aspect. Yeah. yeah, it's a little bit tough. I'm naturally an introvert, but when yeah. I get comfortable with people, I can be an, like an extrovert. Um, yeah. But yeah, for performing, when I get ready, I like to do it alone and in silence and just like I get in my zone. Yeah. Um, but once it's more like I like just like to be prepped, ready, and when I'm ready, I can relax and then I can socialize. Yeah. But the funny thing is the burlesque scene is so small that we all know each other anyway, so it's not really that you're meeting strangers, but just someone who's like, oh, yeah, I follow you on Instagram. How are yeah. you going? <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of like, I know you, but I don't Instagram. really know you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I was really, I, I was in Brisbane for like two days, so I didn't even go out. Yeah. <laughs> so I just saw people at the show and yeah. then like I left. So that was unfortunate, but. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just can't kick on like I used to. It's <laughs> more <laughs> so just like fitting it in with work. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah. Like, trying to get leave off work. That yeah. sucks. A bit too hard. It's easy just to like squeeze it in. Yeah. yeah. I think there should, there should be a new new contract with... Uh, yeah like if you're employing someone who you know is an artist they should be given leeway to just pursue it no instead of like trying (laughs) no instead of trying to fit them into the like okay you have this many sick sick leave days (laughs) right just go okay you want to do something else wait i just realized how stupid that is (laughs) because if you're if you're running a business you you would want someone to be yeah you can't just keep giving people days off yeah well to an extent maybe have a, a touring allowance or a creative, mm. a set amount of creative days if you sign on. Well, that's what I find myself like. Because um, a lot of the, the jobs, well, some of the jobs I used to have, the people I work with were very, um, they they gave that leeway because they were understanding of the, that the industry and they, you know, I suppose vicariously wanted to sort of see, you know, see me make something so they mm. would give me that allowance say, you know, take a day off while you're playing a gig, you know, I'll take the day off and practice yeah. and stuff. So I guess I've been lucky to be in yeah. jobs that I've worked with, kind of not people people that I know yeah. as well, but, you know, which is good. But I think, you know, any any industry or any job where it's just for them, yeah, they don't get it. Mm. Well, yeah, yeah, there's no reference point for them. Mm. And that's the only sucky thing about that I worry about is if I if I really want this lifestyle, like I'm not going to be home for a lot of it. Yeah, and you're kind of torn. Like, but I want stability, and then as you get older as well, you you kind of crave a bit of a routine and some stability. But it's weird. Like you, I feel like my options are running out. Yeah, you feel like that? <laughs> yeah. But not, yep. not in any kind of negative way, but it's just kind of uh, that wake-up call that, look, if you want to pursue something creative at this stage in your life, it's, it's going to reach a bottleneck where you can't really be employable anywhere else besides that unless you make a change. Mm. And then how do you start a family? How do you... If, if that's what you want. Things, mm-hmm. like, yeah. How do you pay for things? Like, yeah. You pay for things. How do you balance it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because... The struggling artist sort of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's this... Uh, this weight on your mind about the reality of things, but then there's this 
dreamy side that's mm. like, but I could totally achieve so much more and be so much more fulfilled as a person mm. if I did this. Yeah, but it... how am I going to make it work? Yeah, being fulfilled <laughs> yeah. or like... Both. Like, just... how do I also come back and have... But some, some stability. Yeah, you want the balance. Mm. Yeah, and not just be like, "Cool, I have a pile of clothes in a suitcase, and uh, <laughs> no one here to, have <laughs> yeah. to share this moment with." You know, because you're always just on focusing on what you want to do. You know, yeah. Do, do what yeah. I'm doing. Live at home until you're forty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds so shameful. That sounds so shameful. No, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. That's more and more. I'm, I'm, I'm saving my peanuts. That's what I'm doing. I'm saving well, rent. Yeah, do you okay. have to pay rent? Uh, not uh, necessarily, but you contribute not, a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's good. Yeah, I have some friends who I have a friend. Yeah, who did that. Um, her dad's an accountant, so she saved a lot. Um, and then she's she's got her apartment now. But yeah, she lived there for quite a while, and she just was saving, and that was really mm. good. Yeah. Mm. And you, you'll find that's very. That's actually quite common now with These this, days, yeah. this generation is that it's just probably not even practical or feasible to rush to move out, yeah. mm. uh, financially speaking. Mm. But I mean, sometimes but you have to get away, the fuck away like, from your yes. parents as well. <laughs> yeah, but, so, yeah. Oh, but I look at it sometimes, like, you know, even, you know, dad's like, oh, you know, you should start saving up for like a house, something like that. And then I go and look at prices of houses and things like that. And I just look at it and go, fuck that, like. How yeah. it doesn't even look um, uh, obtainable to have you mm. know you would know, look like what's that what's yeah. a decent house and land these days like half a million dollars something like yeah. that yeah yeah, yeah. But for you, a house and land like you'll find what? a lot you'll find a lot of the the people from that generation just don't get it how things have changed as well mm. like you don't just get a house just get a house just save up for a house it's like yeah I could do that. But then I cancel out all of this shit yeah. that I want, actually want to do. Do you want a house or do you want a life? <laughs> house yeah. or life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's like, and people are like, no, you can make it work. if you. Yeah, but then you're slaving away basically Just to, paying it off. to pay it off. Yeah. And yeah. of course it's doable, yes. But th- then yeah. again, it's that sacrifice. What do you prioritize? Do you mm. prioritize stability yeah. or experiences? It's actually... Um, or both. I, I saw a very good um, talk with uh, John Cleese. Actually, does this thing and talks about creativity and like the three key things is time, money, and space. And they're like the three things to have to you know be creative and thrive in a creative industry. Um, but that contradictory of having the time and the space. So space, you know, is having like an environment or a house or something like that. But then you lose. The time, mm, yeah. Like time and money, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a big, uh, it's a big video game. It's yeah. like trying to micromanage all these aspects in order to uh, have a flow, yeah, where things are natural, your needs are met, like you're not starving. Um, but uh, I don't know. Then you see like people that are under a lot of adversity and they become fucking huge. Right, no. mm. so I think you well, just got to you just got to really want whatever you're fucking doing. That's why the creative industry they they don't have a house, they don't have food, they just have drugs and <laughs> drugs. Isn't no. that how it works? That's what the creative industry is? <laughs> you need drugs? No, like, no, I, no, I, no, I don't mean that. I mean that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, 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 but. 
I, I yeah, I want to erase that stigma. I don't think you, <laughs> you need any of that. No, but no. Yeah, but do you find yourself thinking about that as you? Yeah. More and more, because well, I, I felt like recently in the last three years, it's just like boom out of nowhere. This feeling like yeah, time is precious mm. and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, whereas before, I was kind of just coasting, going n- 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 never mm. questioning it or anything like that. I think because I'm like, I'm 29 this year, so I'm almost 30. And it's that whole thing about being 30. I don't know. Like, you're not meant, I don't know. I don't know many people with their shit together by normal you know, <laughs> ideals. Yeah. Um, but there is that pressure to be sort of, I don't know, on the right path. Mm, yeah. And so, yeah, I'm at that point where I'm like, I have what I really love doing and that makes me really happy. And I don't really care about owning a house or anything. Yeah. None of that's really my future right now. Yeah. But then I also kind of only live in a year um, time frame. I don't know. It's mm. pretty bad. I don't think about <laughs> I don't think about 10 years from now. I just yeah, think the, about the, what the am I going to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I probably um, yeah. should. Um, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, being torn. Because you, yeah. you, you're taught a lot. Look, live in the moment, man. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but then you're also taught plan for the future because you're going to yeah. be fucked uh, if you don't have anywhere to stay. Yeah. So uh, there's all these contradicting kind of belief systems, I think. Mm. And I think our generation will really solve that. Be anything. You can be anything. Look, you can do, you can do you when the re- reality is like, look, you can probably do like, one or two things <laughs> well, yeah, well, well that's the thing like I'm yeah. at the point where I, I want to throw myself completely into what I'm doing right now yeah. and the thing is I've chosen burlesque and art which are two things it's really hard to live off yeah um, but I am aware that there's going to be those outside jobs because I can do photography I can do other things you know that it's yeah. probably not going to be a one job mm. but yeah I really I just want to try and make that work and somehow live off that but I would be leaving a good paying job to go to Europe for who knows what's going to happen there. Yeah. Um, But then I can always come back to that job. But yeah, if I kept, if I stayed here, kept that job, I could probably, yeah, save up, put down a house Uh deposit, buy a nice car. But I don't, yeah, I don't care about that stuff. Don't worry, Mark. 30 (laughs) is the new 20. (laughs) Really? Man, I hope so. (laughs) Feeling, no offense to you guys, I'm feeling old because I know you are older than me. But um, only by like a year. Oh, oh cool. two years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah we're, we're no, all about the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's still mm. except yeah. this, except this guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you like forty now? <laughs> <laughs> Which is totally fine. Uh, no, it's fine. It's no, a state. 40, forty is the new thirty. So it's yeah. <laughs> Come on, bring it on. <laughs> it's a it's a state of mind. I think as long as oh, you yeah. if you're mindful, if you're positive, you'll find a lot of people. Like, I work in retail and I meet some people that are 40 that look 70. Yeah. And I meet some people that are, like, 90 that have the energy of a 50-year-old. Yeah. And the correlation that I find was the the people that, are, that look healthy and have energy, like, they all just said they kept doing what made them happy. And that was the only common thread that I could find. Mm. And the other people that looked hunched over were, like... They were having, you know, relationship problems. You could, you could tell the dynamic between, like, mm. husband and wife, and you can already feel the energy, like... So, it's like... I, th- I really think... It's all your mind. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> it's all how you feel. If yeah. you're joyful, that'll carry, that'll carry through, mm. I think. 
Yeah. But then it's trying to be joyful and mindful in a world that's drowning in a lot of shit at the moment as well. Yeah. Which is also perspective because yeah. there's still a lot of beautiful shit. Yep. But I think we've been, especially with the media, like it doesn't sell to be positive all the time. They've got to latch on to negative shit, so... Oh, yeah, that sells. I think the only way out is within. And then, like, you just do what you like doing. And, well, that's, and always that's, serve, that's why we all yeah. thrive for these creative mm. industries, because yeah. I think, you know, in a way that we, we... Like, I always say that we're sort of stuck in between that transitional period where the older generations had it one way, the newer generation is going to have it another way, and we're stuck in that in between. Mm. Yeah. And that's where I feel like more of the creativeness is within those those boundaries, those sort of mm. 80s, 90s era yeah. type things. Yeah. Or else I'm just getting really old and just... <laughs> 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 well, yeah. Plus, your intuition should tell you when something's wrong, right? Yeah. 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 So true. I think that's something that I'm trying to learn to use as a bit of a guidance system or a compass is that generally if you feel apprehensive about something then probably it's trying to tell you something but mm. i also think that if you don't have adversity you don't grow as well mm, yeah so there's I... another thing to be torn between like how much <laughs> is too much like how much at what where do you draw the line where it's taxing too much of yourself and your time for very little gain but a lot of questions. Wow. Why am I raising wow. too? I'm wow. sorry. I'm raising wow. too many questions. But heavy. This is the shit that just goes through my head. But it doesn't take bad. That we we yeah. all enjoy what we do. We all no, enjoy. yeah, even we love it. Yeah. That's the one thing in common. If there's anything to take away from this, all this rambling, um, is <laughs> that the frustration is that we we enjoy it. Yeah, and we we believe in what we're doing, and we yeah, and I'm yep. sure you do as well. Like, oh god, yeah. I think for, you can't not pour your heart and soul into what you're doing. Mm. Like, you could for maybe, like, one or two shows, but then <laughs> it's not sustainable, right? Yeah. So, it's like, yeah. for sure, you can tell, even though I haven't seen your performances, <laughs> <laughs> I can tell that you mean, you, I can feel that you believe in what you're doing. Yeah. For sure. And it yeah. makes me really happy right now. So, it's like, well, that's what's making me happy. So, I'm mm. going to make sure that I keep doing that. Yeah. And everything grows from there. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, this year's been quite good so far with, like, the two new shows and then hopefully um, the art one continuing and then Obscura will probably come back in different forms because we've gotten on something really good with that. So, yeah, yeah, it makes me excited for, yeah, being in Perth for an extra bit of time. Yeah. 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 Don't don't leave too soon. Man. (laughs) But I'll probably be back (laughs) quite quickly. Probably. (laughs) Quite quickly. (laughs) And I get, yeah, I say year, but yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Oof. It's better than not trying. Mm, yeah, I know, I right? Not trying sucks even way harder. Oh, yeah. And then just like holding on to that and being like, oh, I wanted to do that, but I never did it.